heir to the empire ahsoka sequel hot takes coming up next in the first episode of cantina chronicles This is our first episode. Uh, so great to talk to y'all. Um, we're right here doing our thing, and we're going to be covering Air to the Empire. Uh, yeah, because we're gearing up for Ahsoka, and that's going to be super fun. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I'm hoping to talk about a lot of things. I'm definitely excited about this whole Thrawn trilogy, Legends trilogy, because I, let's just say I never watched, read it. I think I did, but I don't recall any of it. I was My mind did not have frame of reference for it, so it's all fresh. Um, but I want to talk about Rebels. I want to talk about Bad Batch. I want to talk about Clone Wars. Um, we'll either pepper that in. I think we're going to do three weeks with three books. And then um, the week before Ahsoka, we'll really do a mishmash of everything um, and maybe get a guest speaker in here if we can. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Ben and I are doing a Rebels rewatch. So we'll probably yes. jump in with some of that as we go. No, yeah. I'm really Which excited is, to talk yeah. about Rebels. And the only reason I'm not taking part in this, <laughs> this rewatch because you, you have I've a rewatched life. this series yeah. three times. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I've got it, guys. If there's I, something that stands no. out that I, I don't remember, like please inform me before we record. But like, I, we're not, we're not shaming you, series. Grant. Yeah. yeah. I this is my second this is only my second time rewatching. Like only my second time watching it through. So that's why I'm really glad I'm doing this because boy, I forgot how amazing of a series that is. Yeah. Um it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just but I, the... I probably will watch a few episodes and, and mm-hmm. just check back in. So I love that series. Yeah. I think Great. maybe we'll do a formal review of it the week before ahsoka yeah um or the week of ahsoka really uh before we, we covered the first episode of that series um but i'm sure i'll pepper in some stuff because i did i took copious notes this is my third time watching rebels um and i had the benefit of sort of having things to look for um and i have to say like each time i watch it i like it more and more and notice different yeah. things. Oh, yeah. i mean it's a true so star much. war it's like it, it's up there with every other feature film for me uh yeah and i know it yeah. is for a lot of people too and uh yeah yeah i just I, I adore all the characters um and it's a really like there's no fat on that bone it's just like no it's just a yeah. lot of meaty exciting things and even after like andor right which like raised the bar for so many awesome things um uh for, for star wars in a lot of great ways it holds up with that for real mm-hmm. yeah yeah it not only does it cover the the birth of the rebellion as we know it but it also like the characters are super deep like i love ezra i love kanan i love hera i love sabine like ahsoka there's time dave Filoni gives time to every character and fleshes them out so wonderfully in the series that when you watch it you're you're rewarded each each season there's real developments for each character and it's it's fantastic yeah i wonder if it's more freeing as a star wars writer to be able to like just create the whole 
Star Wars universe would like. I mean, he did. He brought in tons. Like episode three has Lando Cal- Calrissian in it, right? Like a lot of cameos, but like yeah. the whole primary cadre ensemble cast, like making all of those characters from whole cloth. I wonder if that's more liberating than having to sort of like pepper in people because it, it was just brilliant. Like all the characters were so yeah. original. And, and, and the big name characters he does pepper into the storyline makes perfect sense. Each yeah. time you see them, yeah. it's like yeah. a perfect I, scenario in which that character would yeah. appear. Yeah. For the most part, I feel like sometimes when you have those cameos, it, it, to me, it almost like I'm almost like I get back to the new characters. Like like <laughs> I love Lando and Princess Leia, but those two episodes I felt were just kind of like, yeah, what are you doing? Like it feels like guest star, and I'm like, no, let's get to ours. But like, I think you're right, Ben. This idea of like creating these characters from whole cloth, controlling their fate allows you to do fun and amazing things with them. Yeah. Like the, the 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 we'll we'll talk more. I was gonna say spoiler, but this thing's forever. But like Kanan getting blinded, I forgot that happened. <laughs> and and yeah. I and when that happened, I was just like, oh my god, that's right! Like that's such yeah. an amazing moment, right? In that in that yeah. series, it's it such changes a, everything. Yeah, it's yeah. a gut punch. And then I mean, yeah. he bounces back in an episode, and suddenly it's like it doesn't mm-hmm, make mm-hmm. It's fine, don't worry about. It's also it. just perfect yeah. for a Jedi character, right? I did, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. the blunt. you guys are making me want to rewatch the series for a down, yeah. time, dude. I did it, was, it in a week, thanks, guys. I, I watched yeah. it in a week. Granted, Thank I had you. COVID, so it was easier, but I just like chewed through the whole thing. Um, and I, the, you're, you might be the last person to get COVID. That's, oh, that's, that's I quite an two, accomplishment. Two, uh, two years in a row on my birthday. That's uh, oh, man. Oh happy birthday. Yeah. yeah. I know. I don't uh, know. And no, luckily, all the people I was with didn't get it, including my wife. That's why we had to. That's why I, you, was, yeah. you were so urgent about starting the Cantina Chronicles. You were like, guys, <laughs> let's, go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. I need to be in the shop full of, of ale. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm stoked to be here. But um, yeah. So, anyways. All you know, I think we we have our eye on Ahsoka. Even though I've been on radio blackout on all the like um, on all the recent trailers, I think I saw the first two teasers. I think we covered uh, one in the last week of uh, Core World News. Um, yeah, and yeah. then um, yeah, but I, I haven't. I'm seeing things online where I'm like. Wait, it, is that Sabine Wren with an ignited lightsaber? It's like Sabine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, you've what? seen that stuff. And other and people yeah, are saying I mean, they heard Ezra talk, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. So spoiler wall up. Yeah. I mean, we might be talking about some of the imagery in the Ahsoka yeah. trailer as we go on yeah. here, Ben. I just tell me earmuffs and I'll check those out. out. But yeah, we'll we'll tell you earmuffs. But but we did cover I, it, I think, on our final episodes of a the little bit. Fire podcast. Yeah. Which we I also think you're Sabine. You know. Getting a lightsaber, and... calling Ahsoka master. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm I think so Ben's... excited. Like, I'm pumped. I... <laughs> like, this, this seems like an incredible quest. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you should just watch the trailer because I think, I think what you're hearing online is making you feel like it's more of a spoiler than what's actually there. Cause I want to explain to you the Ezra thing. <laughs> but, the, but then Adam also raised a really fun point. Um, you know, and he said when we were last talking and he said, what if Sabine is simply just making up for the force with all this sort of man, Mando tech, you know, and just yeah. fight twice as fast as Din Djarin and, and some yeah. elite Mandos I mean, we've seen. I just finished the um, the arc where she learns to use the Darksaber and basically gets trained as a Jedi with a lightsaber. She knows how to wield a lightsaber. Yeah. That's not She's, weird. Yeah, that's not a weird yeah. thing. I mean, yeah, she used yeah. the Darksaber and she used it well. And, yeah. um, but I think, and yeah, I mean, one of those big things is uh, Ven Rao, the, the Mandalorian protector from the mm-hmm. yeah the protectorate um like help it was like just use your mando like things to compensate for not having the force and that that yeah. that flipped the switch for her yeah um, yeah. yeah 
Yeah. I mean, that whole thing, I mean, um, you talk about the Mandalorians. That's So that's going to be a huge arc because she's a huge player in the resurgence of Mandalore. I mean, Mandalore is yeah. totally in a disarray in the Rebels series um, yeah. until she goes home and, and, you know, reignites her clan and galvanizes the clans and then just hands it off to Bo-Katan. And we know how that worked out. <laughs> well, yeah. You're and she puts it really in the crosshairs of the Empire. Yeah. 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 You're also raising her another really fun idea here, which is... Is Floney making heir to the Empire, but just throwing the dark saber into the mix? Is that kind of what we might get in these these upcoming, you know, Ahsoka series and and the planned Mando film things like that? Yeah, I already have a theory. Do should we start out like early with the theory? I mean, no, we'll, we'll end with theories. So stay tuned for theories at the end. Look, no, we'll, we'll, I'm, I'm getting hot. hot for theory. I'm getting, there's no more rules, man. Iron. All right, so no more rules. Here's my new theory. By the way, for for new listeners, Adam's theories have proved out zero times. Uh, So enjoy this. But my theory is that Ahsoka and everything else in the Mandoverse on TV is preamble to Heir Heir to the Empire. I think this all fits in prior to what Heir to the Empire is. And his movie is going to be a retelling, not a strict retelling, but re-canonization of Heir to the Empire, which I also think is how we're going to get how we're going to get the money to have a lot of de-aged Luke in that. I think, I think that Mandoverse thing is going to be a Luke. That it has to get yeah, yeah, right. Film. So you bring in deep yeah. fake Luke yeah. in yeah. the end of the series. Yeah. yeah. Why? It's a big question among fans. Why, why bring him into Tested this storyline? Well, guess what? Uh, if Luke actually proceeds in the storyline that's taking place in the timeline as of right now, compared to the end of the Empire books, he is eventually going. And the Wayland facility that is shown in Bad Batch, Bad Batch. yeah, it is all yeah. being set up. Yes, for all the pieces are there. The Luke moment where you're going to see another deep fake Luke, but it's going to be evil Luke, and that's like that we 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 might get to that confrontation yeah. at some point. I don't know if that's the best idea. That's where. I'll kind of throw that hot take in there. I don't know if well, that's a great idea. I think I that's a say, little too yeah. much fan service and almost yeah. too much CG so I don't, I, nightmare fuel that like I just, and it has yeah. to hit so, it has to really do a good job of nailing the feeling you got when you first read that encounter in the books, but which is going to be hard to, you honestly can't. Like you basically have to subvert everything in the Air to the Empire trilogy to make a good movie and a good series at this yes. point. Like which I don't might the books do. I don't really. Yeah. No, and Every, I wonder. I mean, and I, at all, yeah. you can do the Nogri. You can do some clones, some yeah. Wayland stuff. You can either stuff you you can do about yeah. in the form of these other Jedi, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that stuff can work, but I feel like, yeah, wow. If they really build to that moment, that's <laughs> so. That's your theory, Adam. We're gonna get it. That's amazing. That's my theory. Yeah, I am ready <laughs> to be wrong. So, I mean, uh, I forget if we've said this now because we introduced this podcast twice, but we we are um, this week. We're trying to focus on the book Heir to the Empire. Um, the first yeah, that was a masterful segue, I thought, with the dark saber being launched. Yeah, <laughs> in- yeah, yeah. Though, I mean, the dark saber is broken as of right now and destroyed. I don't know if they'll. Bring no, no, it back, it's, yeah, no. I'm just saying we're Heir to the Empire. I, I can't wait. Like that's I've been waiting to cover this all week. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm kind of and so this is essentially the first time I've read it. And what you're talking about with the Luke stuff, I've only heard from you, so I don't really know how I, that's, I don't the, really know. that's the final book. Okay. That's, that's so we're jumping that's ahead of that a little bit. That'll be in two yeah, weeks. We'll yeah, be there in a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um but I could already, you know, I've heard it. But yes, Wayland and Mount Tantus is on Wayland, right? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Yep. Yeah, Correct. And we, yeah. we did get that in this book. Um, yes. Yeah. This was a fantastic. I mean, so this is Timothy's son, right? Like, I, yes. I mean, Correct. and I kind of like underestimated how amazing that would be. Um, I, cause I mean, I, I've loved, you know, I've read three trilogies now of him in Canon. We, you know, reviewed that with core world news. Um, but, and I was, and I loved all of them, but this was like right. a different, like this was God tears on because it was, he could actually manipulate original trilogy characters in the stories. Yeah. And I thought he wrote them amazingly well, but he brought yeah. those, like all those like beautiful tactics and things like mm -hmm. the military naval tactics that oh, yeah. are from um, the canon books into this. And there's like so much beautiful detail, so much great conversation. It still feels like the characters. It's just they're maybe a little smarter and more articulate. It's not often you yeah. have like, you know, a 15 minute conversation between Han Solo and Lando Calrissian, you know, like that in, in the films, it doesn't happen. It's like done in a couple lines and they're out. Right. But this right. is like, they get to have these extensive conversations and go on these, these adventures. And, you know, it. I just, I was like, oh, now I get why people adore this series because it's just so artful. And essentially, you could slide it, everything from this book, right into canon, except for the fact that Leah is pregnant with twins. Right. Um, which maybe right. she thinks she's pregnant with twins in this. You know, you don't know. And then it's like, oh, no, it was just Ben. But, um, but yeah, everything oh. else could have totally <laughs> have happened. And the, yeah. the Nogri are like, or just have been established in Rebels. Um, yep. And they, they play a large part in it um it just you know yeah sabath you know this this dark jedi clone yeah it's lurking mm -hmm. um and what he wants yeah. his his meanings he's just sort of introduced and then of course mara jade um but i mean from the story like i never really know mara jade's like backstory how she ran into luke but really powerful scene where luke goes back to dagobah and has another force vision and it's like an alternate mm -hmm. past about him um at that jumping you know into the sarlacc pit but except yeah. um the his lightsaber doesn't get to his hand because um mara jade steals it and then he's right. just like dead in the water <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a pretty fun reimagining of that scene um and uh yeah i mean i, I don't know that, i just thought that was fascinating and um and oh, I, I really really like like mara jade's character is you know it's intoxicating she's just like such a cool character and such a cool like idea yeah, there are so many logical e extensions of the storyline yeah. in this trilogy that I just absolutely adore. Like, it feels yeah. super organic. And like like you said, Ben, it's like six lanes of road instead of two. Like, Zahn yeah. gets to write so many characters in this book yeah. and, like, love each dynamic that you, you come across. And there's so many. And it doesn't feel like you're he's just writing Thrawn or he's writing Thrawn and, yeah. and Anakin, Anakin or Thrawn and, you know, he's just sharing a dual protagonist type story. It feels like he's got so many protagonists and he roots for all of them and he yeah. loves writing each one and you feel it. And yeah, I love the Mara Jade character. I feel like she is such a fun um, rival for Luke and, and, and being this character that's basically been upset by the canon and the narrative thus far the Luke killing the emperor and yep. you know, all that stuff like, like that, that to me, that's so fun. That's yeah. such a great idea. It's just to have that a talent card is such a fun oh, dude, character to put a mix to with, yeah. with her. And I was like, this is so fun. Like they're coming into the story in a very believable way, yes. which I thought was really definitely handled. And, 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 and like, Zahn again, yeah. like it's, that's why 
Filoni loves this stuff. That's why Lucasfilm sees that this is 10 years of fandom, right? This is a decade's worth of fandom right here. Like, people love this stuff. It makes sense. Um, the Leia stuff. Yeah, I think all my notes from this from that first book, *Heir to the Empire*, is about Leia. I I think Zahn just creates all this new dimension, like these new dimensions for the character. And I love the Nogri stuff. Like I love the I I love that it's now Leia's um, sort of um, uh, reckoning with the Vader uh, bloodline, like in this book. And it's not bloodline and so on the nose and and your Vader's daughter, all this stuff. It's more of like She's reckoning with the fact of what Luke has told her of what what she's now a Jedi. She's what she's now feeling, what she's now understanding about herself, and then reflected in this this these new you know um, people the, the that she the new the Nogri the new yeah. culture. Yeah. yeah, that revere her for I, it, and she's uh, trying to so leverage cool. it. You know, I love that. So, stuff. I'm gonna spoiler for old EU. Um, I so I just finished my my reread, and the Nogri are there to stay. This is what I what I what I love about this is that Thrawn introduced this. This is Heir to the Empire is the first old canon book that took place post episode six. Yeah. There are some other novels that came before. This is the first one that actually Lucasfilm said, yep, we're going to continue the story of Luke, Leia and Han and everyone else. And so in that you get Mara Jade introduced, who is, you know, throughout everything. The Nogri are following Leia oh, and cool. are her bodyguards for the remainder of the eu oh my God. so you have uh, you have nogri who keep, keep calling her lady vader up uh, until so cool. she's like seven so cool like it's amazing it's lady so, vader it's a, is a, just yeah. amazing yeah title it's not great publicity but it's <laughs> but it's a great title <laughs> well, it's, title. it's a nice one to have it's in your back done. pocket if you need it yeah and she's always correcting it. Like yeah. she's never like, okay, cool. She's like, no, stop calling me that, please. Stop calling me that, yeah. please. that is yeah. uh, great to know. And for um, Tracy, I don't know. We haven't created a, another entity that. But um, if if you don't, if Nogri isn't ringing any bells, um, but you watched Rebels, uh, Rook, mm-hmm. the uh, dark assassin yep. that follows. Uh, Probably Grogu probably doesn't know, right? We have to tell Grogu. Grogu tell Grogu. He's learning about all this. All right, Grogu. Yeah, you're a Grogu. So, yeah, if you watch Rebels, it's it's the the dark assassin that can't be killed. Uh, Rook is a uh, um, Nogri. And um, yeah, they're kind of fascinating. But yeah, when that happened, I was like, whoa, that blew me away. I didn't, of all the things people talked about the series, no one ever mentioned the, the Nogri's relationship to Leia. And you can see the wheels turning. It's so though. cool. They're just like, oh my gosh, you are the daughter of Vader. And they're like, you're our hero. And um, yeah, that's really cool. So that's good to know that she will um, seal that alliance. But uh, it seemed like that's where it was going because she's a diplomat. But I did. Mm-hmm. I loved there. There was like this parallel storytelling between Luke and Leia, mm-hmm. and they were both like Luke was like you know stranded in space and then captured and then without the Force, which is a great little twist yep. um, that they introduced yep. early. And and it was like it was like two chapters back to back, and um, you know Card has him captured and all that, and he's like, or you can he's like you know if you 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 can kill me or you can let me go. He's like, or you could just put me back in space in my stranded starfighter and. I'll take my chances with the other bounty hunters hunting me. Um, he's like, just get, he's like, I just need a chance. And, and then Leo, you know, right where I am, which is just this first book, she's like thinking about going to the Nogri's homeworld alone. And she's like, I just need a chance. I just need a chance to make this right. And uh, I just thought yeah. that was a really interesting <laughs> parallel. They're like, just, I'm a Jedi. Just give me a shot, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and I'll do my best and, and maybe it'll work out. And 
I think I, I love Leia's running around with a lightsaber in these books. Yeah. Like it is, it's all I ever wanted was basically the promises of Return of the Jedi, which yeah. is that Luke's going to bring Leia aboard and be a Jedi and understand, you know, their relation to Vader and all this kind of stuff. Like I was, I would, it, I feel like Zahn just, he it's a wonderful, the crafted such a wonderful continuation of the, of the tale. So I, I really respect these books in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I lo- love the way it rounded out. Cause I didn't know I'm like, it's weird. Another one of the differences between this legend story and the Canon Thrawn is that legends Thrawn is mm-hmm. a black hat character pretty fully but it's like i've been cheering for him he's been the protagonist for the three canon series pretty much and not so much yeah in rebels but he's not like murdering his own like subordinates Subordinates. exactly um yeah outright for failure uh which happens in this book and i i think that at a certain point they need thrawn to sort of picks you know pick sides i mean he's he's an antagonist in in rebels but um, I want to know how bad this dude really is. I think Thrawn recruiting Sabaoth is like the major thing you take away from this book. You're like, oh, he he recruits this guy who just needs Luke to come to him and is like feeling Luke from across the galaxy. And like, I would love to talk about this Joris Sabaoth character yeah. because I feel like that might be the secret sauce they're also sprinkling into the the new canon stories that we're getting in in, in a fun way which yep. is a jedi now feeling luke and a jedi to rival luke a jedi to rival luke and leia yeah. the, the the jedi that are rising in the galaxy like i imagine that's in the mix and that's what we've seen in, in some of the trailers and the, for ahsoka and things like that so yeah I'm, I'm i'm hopeful to see stuff like that Definitely. and for grogu um joris about was the guardian of mount tantis um, and was plucked out of right. there by Thrawn, um, mm. and is just another chess piece in his thing. But he's a dark Jedi. He's a Jedi that's just right. embraced the right. dark side. He's not a Sith. He's just like full dark side Jedi, former Jedi, um, and that's super fun. And obviously, like I have seen enough Ahsoka trailers to see a couple um, Jedi wielding red lightsabers. Um, and we had mentioned before that that could be right. that, that that we could get that about so- character or times two. Uh, let me make a point. Uh, so I don't know if you picked up in this in this novel. Uh, first of all, you know Timothy Zahn coined the term "Dark Jedi." First time "Dark Jedi" ever used was by I Timothy Zahn in this book. In these books, because this was there was Shatterpoint, yeah. which wasn't Zahn? Question mark. Adam. And then no. And then, but that was the only, No, that was like the first book of the expanded universe, right? And then this trilogy happened. No, that, wait. So no, Shatter, Shatterpoint point is in. I'm sorry, not Shatterpoint. Later uh, on, outbound flight. Sorry. Uh, outbound flight. No, so outbound flight is like it's, it's a, prequel a prequel to this, to this yeah. but written way, oh, okay. written okay. way okay. after this. Yeah, I mean the first, the first, the first uh, EU book is uh, Crystal of the Mind's Eye, which yeah. was Splinter of the Mind's Splinter Eye. Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Thank you, Grant. And then there's like then there's the Hunt. There's two Han Solo trilogies and a Lando Calrissian trilogy and a couple other random ones. But this is the first one where they're like we are publishing. It's kind of similar to what happened with the New Year's. It's the first one where like Lucasfilm is like we are now publishing novels. Luke Lucas is probably never going to make seven, episodes seven, eight, nine. So we're just doing this now. And Lucas is like fine. You can do this. Oh, you wow. can't do this. He kind of oversaw. You can do this and this. You can't do that. You can't kill this character. The reason why Chewbacca dies is because he forgot. He left Chewbacca off the list of characters you can't oh, kill. Boy. He just uh, assumed that was a given. He's like, you're going to go yeah. ahead and kill Chewbacca? So he's there. So all the authors are like, we're killing Chewbacca and late, much later. Um, 
So, so he, yeah, so he coined a lot of the things that we're familiar with. He coined Dark Jedi. There is a mention in this book because Zahn is also really good at lore drops like they did in, in the thing where Luke mentions encountering a Dark Jedi. I have been for the past two days trying to figure out if that is a reference to any other thing in any EU, and it's not. I cannot find that story being told anywhere. So that is an untold story, right, of 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 Luke encountering a dark Jedi post-episode six, pre-Heir to the Empire in the old EU. But wait, that never was told. dropped into, this, into Heir to the Empire was he was like, oh, I, I did encounter a dark Jedi. Yeah, remember, remember we encountered that dark Jedi. He says something yeah, like that. Luke says that which we'd never know what that is. So my new theory, which fits into my other theory, is that we're going to see this Jark Jedi encounter in Ahsoka, but it's going to be told from Ahsoka's perspective instead of Luke's perspective. That they're kind of that, that that you know, Filoni saw this opening, right? Which is why this is taking place. Because the heir to the Empire takes place right around the same time as the Mandoverse. So there's theoretically could push it a couple years and have Thrawn's ascendancy to the throne, basically, which we don't wow. see in any other thing. Other than now, they're kind of retelling a little bit in New Yeah, Eve. and anyway. um, right, yeah. and, and oh, Mandalorian, great. right? It's weird that the synergy between all these things is so tight. But that's the other thing. Like oh, Pelion. So you're Pelion saying, is, yeah, Pelion. yeah, yeah. You're, you're saying that Luke says he's encountered a dark Jedi before Sabaoth and before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, hmm. Um, and it's not Mara Jade. No, he hasn't met Mara. No, Jade because yet. he only meets Mara Jade yeah. for the first time in this book. Okay, and so it's before all those moments. Okay, so it, it's, it's it's early in this book. I'm trying to. I gotta find. I gotta. Okay, like yeah, yeah. I would love to know where it happens in book. the book, just given that Mara Jade. Because it was right. it was you guys keep talking. The, I um, yeah. I think it was on Bafish or Bafuf. Um, uh, yeah. the great great planet names and names in general in this, they're just like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're insane. Um, yeah, yeah. but Wayland yeah. though, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because that's when Sabaoth like force contacts him during a battle a space battle and um and and he's wondering who that could be and he's like he's like well it could be a dark right. Jedi like the one i saw but maybe he's cool and obviously luke's gonna go find him because he can't help himself okay well that's great so then maybe filoni is seizing this ground to be like hey how about some dark jedi yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that yeah i think yeah. i'm feeling very positive it, it is there. there's gonna yeah. be a lot of this book in 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 the upcoming series and ultimately the novel that we get but uh these books also give us like bothins which i yes. think are one of the biggest missed opportunity of <laughs> just star wars in general yeah. like <laughs> of the, i guess disney acquired star wars i'm like you know you acquired bothins you know that right yeah you can use them <laughs> like just letting you know like, I, we like, haven't even seen got, yeah, they're right there I, I they're right there bothin head in a background of something maybe not i don't think so because even... i think i have the visual dictionary and i think that character is not a bothin sadly in in that we've never maybe been seen it in are. animation you know it's kind of upsetting honestly it, it's 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 a curious huh. omission yeah. because because <laughs> they're like the spy intelligence network yeah. they, they feel like this this i don't know this hyper militarized spy network in the galaxy that like patrol their own space and have never needed anyone's assistance. Yeah. And I love that, that there's, there's a perimeter of space in which there's like this one culture that's basically survived and, and has, has not been able to been thwarted by the empire empire and has also 
been able to strike back and sort of like yeah. deal intelligence in the background to bring down the Death Star. Like it, to me, it's like, where are the Boffins? That's dude. I'm so glad you brought that up. You're right. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. I mean, if, if that's how they're defined and they're like, like completely self sufficient, it makes sense why they haven't been, you know, running around. Like, but it's, it's like, like Rodians, yeah. Twi'leks, Ethorians, um, Aqualish. Uh, yeah, I think the last time we know, talked, like, we talked about see them Greedo. over and over and over and over again. But it's like never a Bothan, and they're like mentioned in the OT. Like that seems like a crazy. Well, it's like the episode seven dev team were like Abednettos, right? Yeah, coolest, coolest dudes ever. I was like, okay, well, show me like the planet, show me what's yeah. they're, they're about, like bring them into the story in some fun way. They're like, no, just like the design though, and like. Yeah. Like it looks cool, right? And I'm like, well, uh, like, let's let's build a history, let's build a story here. With, yeah. and that's why I love Zahn so much, is because he actually lets the story hang on Akbar and hang on yeah. like right. like what Bothin. Like the story hangs on fun new cultures from around the galaxy, like yeah. new aliens. I just I don't know. To me, that's like that's so brave and so fun and such new territory that it almost feels like, why aren't we doing this? I think James Gunn would be make a great star Wars film. Cause I feel like he would really highlight these characters. That's a, yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of upsetting to see so many star Wars stories told where it's just, let's get the actors on screen for as long as possible and do Shakespeare. I, I like that too. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just like when you read these books and what Zahn does, you're like, oh, like chewy, and Raru, like, yeah. like, are you kidding me? Like, this is so cool. Like, yeah, you get when you no start delving into these like cultures that can be anything in the entire world, and you build like the whole cultural network that exists on its own on its own planet. It makes the galaxy feel larger, and you know, it makes it feel yeah. infinite because you're just like, oh my god! Like, everyone has their own culture, and there's thousands yeah. of gal- thousands of planets and systems that have their own like cultures and species on them. And yeah, yeah that's the stuff I want to see. It's funny because the last Jedi does a wonderful thing with the caretakers where it kind of shows like a festival they're having and all this sort of stuff, but they cut it. It's, it's on the cutting room floor. Yeah. It's, it's actually yeah. a really good instinct by, by Ryan Johnson. Though. I think like getting that extra stuff, building out the culture of uh, wh- whichever aliens you're hanging out with in the film. I think it's, it's such a smart instinct. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. I must have made this whole thing up. You know, I can't <laughs> it anymore. No, you everything. probably didn't make it up. I'm just wondering. No, it, Mark I Dave, remember. I think it. meets Luke and then yeah. Sabaoth is a dark Jedi. I think Luke takes. Did you do like, like a I, word yeah. search for dark Jedi in your like Kindle? Yeah, and I'm not finding it because I'm finding no, I'm all sure the fast stuff and other stuff. So I think, I th- no, I, I appreciate it, Grant. You're, it's very kind of you, but I think I just, I got my I, no, wires I, twisted. I kind of remember seeing it too. I, I think it might be, right. it, it was one sentence yeah. in one thing and you probably. Can I, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that That's the right. Balin skull are the. I'm hoping the the Jedi we've seen in the Soka trailer are. I was hoping. I, I think they say something in the most recent trailer. I, we won't spoil here, but it, it sort of alludes to like exactly who they are. But um, and I think it's just way more Occam's razor than any of us are sort of theorizing. Yeah, nice. Yeah, okay, some Krillian ale nice. entering the scene. Yeah. I love it. Um, moving on to a hair razor. I for the Wookiees, um, that one's for Saofiro, the one that that ate it. I forget his name now. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know where else we haven't seen Bothans? It, Where? Uh, comic books, right? 
Oh, but, we have. There, yeah. there have been a few. Uh, you, you, I am a big Dark Horse collector. I know, but so I mean, uh, new in in canon. No, in no, canon. I think new. I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah they're all they, over yeah, oldie here there, for sure. That's. Um, I mean, I'm, that's what I mean. Just like, is just from like a new canon point of view, still no Bothans. Like, I, I can't believe in the, you know, in like the Star Wars main run, we haven't seen I, one. Yeah, and that's the thing. The one thing that like Andor was a ten out of ten for me as just a. The, the filmmaker, film critic, film, yeah. you know, enthusiast. I absolutely loved it. And um, uh, I, but all I have to say is that I hope Bothan's coming to play at some point. Right. Because <laughs> it's just like, uh, right? if they're, if, if like, if we're talking about the early rebel, you know, insurgents, I feel like the, the yeah. Bothans will be among them and sort of help yeah drive it forward and help help build their their funds and help it right because they hate the empire i imagine yeah i mean so we don't see the both of the many bothans died um happens that's a weird sticker in my arm um they for the second death star that's allegedly even though we know from the comics might have retconned that a little bit at least the the first idea that there was a second death star came from a couple of humanoids that used to work there but um but it was the the quote in return of the jedi from mon mothma as many bothans died to get us these plans so they could have joined after the first death star exploded but um but yeah you're right it just makes sense the story i want though is like okay the mon cala give that rebellion like cruisers and sort of like the the vessels to fight in the war i almost just want the bothans to give the rebellion its tactics Mm. like i almost want the the bothans to be like the ground level i mean uh, species that hates the empire and sort of is like oh this is beginning let us help in any way we can and you're going to see how we run missions you're going to see how we handle our information and whisper networks it's way better than luthan rails system it's like we we move through Bethawi and we kill transmissions and then we send the transmissions out. Like we, they have better ways of hiding information from the empire. It's sort of, that's sort of what I'm hoping. Which is what we had in the old EU. And this is why I think it's so vitally important, right? Because the empire is distinguished by the fact that they are a speciest apart from Zon or apart from Thrawn, a speciest, which that's why, that's why Thrawn <laughs> throws me every time. I'm like, I still do not buy that there would be a non-human in any any well, area yeah, of power, that's, but anyway, it just shows off. Why I like let me that. let me. I love that. Yeah, he's not like he's the, he's the exception yeah. that proves the rule, right? So here's the thing. So that's what the empire is known for, right? So you need to counter that with the Rebel Alliance and the New Republic, which is I love this grant that you have. So the humans are there, but you also get the Mon Calamari, who have the superior ability to craft wars weapons of war. You have the Bothans, who have the brain power or the or the tactical skill. That this is why. The Rebel Alliance succeeded because they took the strengths from all the different species yeah. together. To be, like, that's the story. I want to do one other thing. We are not making up the fact that Bothans are ignored in the new EU because I just went on Wikipedia. They have had one appearance, one appearance in all new EU, which is just bloodlines. It's the only time they appeared. They're mentioned in several other things. Only oh, one really? appearance it's which been a long time ridiculous it's <laughs> insane it's insane and it's an abat yeah it's crazy. an outrage and right so that that's another yeah. storyline in here that's like crux but like we don't get too too much of it but there's like a civil war brewing between akbar and fela i think is the guy's name who is a bothan um yeah, yeah. and for yeah. listeners a bothan is basically 
like a werewolf mixed with a weasel or something like yeah. I, I can't really describe what it looks like it's, it's just a and fun looking and white yeah. with whiskers sort of but it looks yeah. cool like yeah. it's a cool looking design it's almost like, like a it, tall hairy abnito right it's awesome yeah yeah it's such a cool design yeah. and it's such a yeah. win like everything about it is a win especially any scene in which a boffin's like jumping around a hallway shooting a blaster like that's a win. Like I can tell you right now, everything about this species is a win. And it, I hope we see them in Andor. I hope Tony Gilroy's understands that everything about Andor is incredible, except the backgrounds just sometimes don't have the diversity that you kind of need in a Star Wars story. And I hope the next season is like, oh, there's a Twi'lek among those people. Oh, there's a Rodian over there. Like whatever. Like I hope there's a little bit more of that peppering happening but i also hope a like a major alien character comes to the center of the story in a really fun believable way yeah. that i know he's obviously just incredible writing yeah. so but he's yeah. acknowledged yeah, and he's acknowledged right? this, read reports where in interviews he's acknowledged but him tony gilroy handling a boffin's dialogue is my dream come true yeah and i just want to oh, say that on this be amazing right now. it's like my dream yeah honestly yeah well, maybe he, they could do a follow-up because I think it makes a lot of sense. Like you're saying, like obviously during Rogue One, the whole and and what's going to happen in Andor, the whole like Alliance spy network is decimated. More, than I think we should just call just the episode "Tony Gilroy writes a Bothan in all caps yeah. just just to manifest it <laughs> to make it happen <laughs> like, honestly yeah. i just like yeah. if that could be the title of this i would make me very happy because huh. it might just should, hit, should, internet, <laughs> hit people's infonets in the right way yeah should, should every title of our episode <laughs> call be a call to action <laughs> well, oh a, man a drunken call to action I'm sure that we're talking heir to the empire. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just happy that there's Bothans in yeah. heir to the empire and in the trilogy altogether. Yeah, it's yeah. It's too bad. I mean, he's and I will speaking. We we started this uh, talking about Akbar a little bit, right? <laughs> and like, I know so many complaints about like short shrift that Ak Akbar gets in the, in the sequel trilogy, which is fair. But like, if you've read the old EU. He doesn't fare much oh, yeah. better in in the old EU. Like he's kind of like he's just they, they keep talking about how he's just like he sucks at his like yeah. people skills. Like that's his main thing is he just he just sucks at it and he has too many kids. He sucks at it and is, is too distracted by his kids. Well, if you had which, that chair, am I yeah, Akbar? I would never leave that chair. Honestly. I think I'm Akbar. I, I'm I'm stressed by my kid and I don't have the best people <laughs> skills. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. It's Wait, like, I figured. So I read *Heir to the Empire* six months ago. Everything's a little fuzzy right now. Right, was so his, psyched about it. Yeah, like, just come down. Yeah, I was up. psyched about it a long time ago, and you guys were like, "Guys, we have." You're like, "Grant, we have like several." <laughs> it's gonna be a while. Calm down. Um, lots of. Uh, but uh, he has kids in the books here. I f I forget if he has. Yeah, yeah. He has. Family, yeah, right? he has like a ton of. He has them. a ton of them. Yeah, he's a bunch <laughs> because of them. they're like. Because they're hatchlings, I think he has like okay, dozens right. upon dozens. Yeah. Right, and one becomes king, right? In the in the canon, Aftab, yes. Aftab, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, 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 that's canon. yeah. I'm Aftab's talking about. Canon. Yeah, can we talk episode... about this though? There's oh yeah, no he Aftab. gets like legit screen time in episode nine. I don't think Aftab is not is not. Yeah, and he gets like... a whole arc in Clone Wars. Yeah. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think maybe in in um. One of the comics, right? Because there's the there's the Vader on oh, yeah. on yeah yeah. The, Wait, it is just on absolutely wild that Akbar dies unceremoniously uh -huh. yeah. in the sequels. Uh huh. 
that it's it's not even yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh gritty action scene in which he dies unceremoniously it makes perfect sense it's like what no here's the thing i don't yeah exactly i don't mind that like because i don't mind that they killed him off that way in terms of this like the the horrors of war and like it's horrible how quickly just people blink out in these things but then make it clear yeah. That that yeah, happened yeah. because I literally actually that movie like, and went the whole crew, including uh, General Akbar, died. Yeah, and I'm like, he did. I'm like, but, I should see. You should see yeah. him clearly, like, like linger on him getting sucked I would out. Love his the eyes crazy, widening which, and like Leia's looking away. Yes. He's looking at it. He just like, sort of I would love that. Just a kind of like there <laughs> goes Akbar. I don't know, like some something where it was just noticeably hero <laughs> shot of his of yeah. his demise, which is like yeah, you know, they really magic. Hey, he and Leia like uh, seeing each other. I like, think you see like, his, just like frozen corpse, like, contact. Like, I don't know. through the hauler. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you really see it. I no, it's you really don't. Me. I mean, no, it's there if you like slow it down. It's there, but gone, but it happens in a it's two kind frame. Of but but the horrors of war would have been second. better illustrated if shown his eyes yes. widening. It's a fun thing. Exactly. Uh, widening crystallized. That way, Aftab hits harder too. When Aftab comes, he's like, "Yeah, my dad died." You know, like JJ wants to. JJ is like this diehard fan, I, but, but Ryan feels like auteur coming in to play with the toys, and it's like. Yeah. And and it just feels like JJ's like, but Aftab though, like he, like let's do something fun with Aftab. Aftab is an incredible character design. It just he would have made more sense to enter the story if you had some Akbar stuff in your previous. As is always true of Star Wars, we get so much more in the expanded universe in the EU with him. But it would have been a moment of just like I never wanted a part of war, and then they yeah, killed like, my dad. Oh, it would have hit right? so like, hard. Just a lie, like, like a C-3PO, yeah. like I'm taking my last look at my friends. It would have been like a, it would have hit. I would have been like, yeah. whoa, yeah, of course, Akbar yeah. died. Yes, like we're with you, you know, and like all of that stuff could have crescendoed yeah. together. Yeah, I, I said it's like a bunch of people just show up for a drive-in movie, and it just feels weird. So you know, last week was the last episode of Core World News, and we did a little round robin, and one of the things you were like. You, you you forced me to say something negative about Star Wars, <laughs> uh, which I really appreciate. But now you've opened to. the floodgates because this yes. is one that I wish I had come up with last week. But there, I saw um, a poll quote from Tim Rose, who played Admiral Akbar, and and he was summoned yeah. from his dressing room at the end of um, Last Jedi, or actually, yeah, Last Jedi, and was like, um. Hey, can you come out? We want you to to speak to the the crew. Um, and he was like, "Oh, I'm so touched. Like, I you know, I figured you know they wanted me to say something about you know playing a character in 40 years of Star Wars and like all this stuff." He gets out there and they're like, "Hey, can you put the helmet on and just say it's a wrap?" And he was just like heartbroken. <laughs> and I'm like, that yeah. kind of encapsulates yeah. what wow. Luke is really, doing. yeah. Wait, this is a first-hand account. Yeah, hey, from can you Tim just Rose do the meme from Tim Rose? Was yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah, and it, yeah. and it was just like, which I I have not heard a ref- no who, one's refuted. Who could that argue is like the first either. meme ever? Like you, like yeah. wow. It's yeah. like I get That's it, and crazy. it's funny, but I'm like, oh, the poor guy. You know, I mean, like. Oh well, yeah. Everyone on the crew thinks yourself important. There's a hundred. Wait, and then that, so that's like, that's but like, truly that's truly disheartening to me because I'm a guy who's just I had some trouble enjoying the Last Jedi, but I love its messages <laughs> and I 
praise the film for just a lot of what it does. <laughs> Not for any of the problems. I, I really movies. only have problems with sort of the Luke <laughs> Kylo backstory and just sort of the, the, the setup of a lot of stuff. Yeah. It, it, rather, I almost think it, it does more homage to cinema than Star Wars. That's kind of where I rest my thesis on the film. But um, uh, I I feel like that's really disheartening to me because again the unceremonious death for the character and then yeah come out and say it's a wrap but it's like the character is given short shrift yeah. like that like, is bizarre dude, to me. it's hard that's for me to believe bizarre. that everyone that. in Lucasfilm just miscalculated how beloved that character is he's not just like a well, he's coming out to say understand. it's a rap is that not ironic that he's possibly the most beloved voice yeah. like one of the most beloved voices and stuff? yeah it, like if like that's the thing is that it's like i think they just looked at the math and realized that he has what two and a half minutes of so screen what? time but it's like <laughs> maybe he'll always but, but that's the point but for but that's my point is, in my heart. so what pay attention to the yeah. fandom right like 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 i know I know it's a Family Guy meme and it's a joke and everything. And yes, it's very, very funny. And I use maybe it's a trap day, yeah. all the time. It is, yeah. it is oh, very constantly. funny. But, but it led to people wanting to know what that character's backstory was and create backstories for him. Yeah. I mean, like just read the room and like you don't have to give him. I'm not saying give him 15 minutes of screen time, but yeah, just, give him something. I also do all fighters pull up like quite a bit. <laughs> Oh, that's a good Wait one. Wait a bit. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's such a good. He's just so great. Yeah, but um, again, I Him I adore the. Around. I think the Last Jedi is the best of the sequel trilogy films. Yeah. I'll disagree with John Boyega in that respect, but I feel like, um, it's it's yeah. it's devastating that that Akbar's sort of just ejected storyline. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, listeners. This is not us going into another, uh, going into an hour diatribe of why the sequel trilogy yeah. suck. Because no, no, we, although yeah. we may be a little more free flowing on Cantina Chronicles, yeah. we still love every yeah, Star yeah. Wars thing. Oh yeah, we we, we only <laughs> so, do a Star Wars podcast yeah. every week, so you can, you can count on yeah. us for enjoying all yeah. all Star Wars. And if you're not a super fan of the sequels, yeah. there's an old proverb that says, "Just wait." You know, it's one of those things. In like ten yeah. years, yeah. you may look at it through a different See, lens. Well, what you like. Well, we can extrapolate. I can't wait to get to the final book of the Zahn trilogy because la the last command, mm -hmm. first yes. order, like, I feel like rising, it could just be dark first order to sort of better, yeah. you know, uh, I guess uh, elevate the sequel films and sort of like yeah. use that terminology yeah. in a fun way that elevates them. And you're like, oh, cool. The first order has its origins a little bit more fleshed out and yeah it's dying I get yeah. snoke i get snoke a little more now right. like he, so, so when he so the whole thing is like if you can build up the cloning program and build up snoke a lot more those sequel films are just going to get better so right they're that's just the going to keep yeah. pounding that out that's why we're sitting here i know a lot of fans want to move but we need to sit here because we need to pound out a lot of clone work to make sure the sequels sing yeah and i'm with that I'm, I think that's smart. Can you imagine a scene with all the like a bunch of proto fascists that think they've got like the galaxy on watch, and then like Snoke lurches out of a back room somewhere <laughs> and is like, "You're all mine now," you know, in some like dashing robe. Yeah, and you're just like, I mean, it'll be insane. You could, it, it's like revealing the monster slow and like him coming out. Like that would be a really, really powerful scene. Well, well, well the whole thing of this Tantus. Okay, we can't get there. We got to get to the last command. We we okay. should save a lot of this for the That's last. That's the thing. Command, I wonder if I, like we should have just swallowed all three of these books whole and then and then talked because I'm really because I have I, no frame of reference um, for the next two books. So, but I but I think that's yeah. why that's fun. 
right? Like, I think it's fun kind of like it watching Ben think about what yeah. may or may not I mean, be coming. Because I, I, right? I think you could yeah. replace Luke with someone who's, whose name sounds awfully similar. Snoke. <laughs> and it could great. And it would be great if Snoke. It would be great if I got the thing I've always wanted, which was the reason oh, I had trouble I loving feel the trilogy dumb. is there wasn't, I, I think, a battle of wits among the sage characters like yeah. your Luke and your Snokes. And I thought, oh, why is Snoke so deformed? And why is why is he looked like heavily injured? And I always I was I would love if maybe Luke and Snoke had a previous encounter in which you get that battle of the wits among the sages yeah. and. I would love if it's if it's sort of the replacement for Luke. Is it, so that's what you guys I are saying right now, the, where like Snoke will be Luke in canon. That is what that is what Grant is saying, and Grant like makes that. me feel like the dumbest person ever because I've been talking about I, Luke is my go-to joke answer <laughs> all the time. Um, mostly because I just love that it's for so some reason. Ridiculous clones. They get an clones and Timothy Zahn's have an extra vowel. I don't know why. It makes me laugh. Even though it's it's done well in the book when you get to it. It's not it's not campy, but it's I, yeah. just dumb that it's called Luke. But like the second the second you said Snoke, the, that they're probably doing this or some version of this. And it never even occurred to me that they're gonna do that. And a hundred percent they're gonna they're gonna do exactly what you said, Grant. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be a strand cast of half Palpatine, half Luke or half Luke, and yeah. you get I mean, <laughs> Snoke. Yeah. I mean, you uh, have a, yeah. uh, there is a precedent. So we did see in a comic book Luke's severed hand from Empire Strikes Back yeah. in a vat yeah. on uh, Exegol. Um, is it too little so, too late, though? That's all I'm saying. I, I want to just put up some sort of critical awareness here. Is this a little too late? Because you'd think in a kind of kabuki Shakespeare, you know, uh, trilogy, uh, a saga film, you'd think that you'd have those reflection pool moments with this sort of huge yeah. story material. There's yeah. massive stuff yep. that would have destroyed yeah. me in the theater. I would have been annihilated just to sure. learn these reveals. These reveals would have rivaled I Am Your Father reveal. It would, these sort of things, I think, have huge yeah. weight to them that if you kind of trickle it out yeah. after the fact, it's, I don't know. I know it will enhance the sequels it it will be like oh snoke was always an old dirty luke clone like great like I, the 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 sequels sing now like they work so much better for me i i don't know as a fan i would have liked that reflection pool stuff in the films and that's, that's kind of where 100 but can i let me play sure. devil's advocate a little bit on that because i agree it's it's it is it is too late but it's not necessarily too little because as a person who did not love the prequel trilogy when it first came out, a lot of my reclamation of it and coming to love it was through the EU, was through all the stories that surrounded like the Clone Wars, the prequel trilogy, the Clone War cartoon, a lot of the books surrounding it that kind of built it out. And now I go back and I feel like, oh, there's this, these are just three stories in this larger world, right? That makes me really like the prequel trilogies um, and, and give it more, more weight. And so do I think it's going to like make, like, do I wish, okay, I even do it. Why am I going to do, do this? It. Like, why am I going to say, do I, yes, do it. Do, I wish do it. Yeah. I no. I mean, this is not anything it's controversial. I wish they had a plan going into the sequel trilogy. I wish they had, I don't know, an outline 
yeah. would have been nice, right? Where at least we'd have some of this. But like, but we had a slate and we had. I still question that, Ben. How based on the movies we got? And I also love those movies. The slate has to. Slate has to. Yeah, I think. I'm always willing to give Lucasfilm the benefit of the doubt, and I just because I respect them and you guys so much because you all know so much more about movies than I do in filmmaking. Um, I just record sound, um, but they, so Which I'm like, I'm like, you can't aspect. do everything for everyone, even though you guys bring up great points that keep me up at night, um, where I'm like, they could have done that. And I'm sure they could have, and they didn't. No, no. And I don't want to do that either. Like that's not what this podcast yeah. is for. It's just no. reading these books, looking at what transpired, your, your, these questions start to yeah. form in your mind and it's just this is our place to get it out and yeah. just talk no, about it. And I feel like I love the question. It's fun to talk about this stuff. Cause it's like, is this where it's all going or can they again, subvert us one more tier in a really fun way. That sort of is like, doesn't give us, but I think I need the goods in regard to Snoke, yeah. but it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I wouldn't mind an extra but, layer of thought yeah. even after this sort of conversation we're having. Yeah. So I, I think it's important I think to have they're having that, that conversation, man. I, yes. I think they're probably yeah. having it. A yeah. Lot. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, first of all, I just love the, the question. Like it's a really good yeah. philosophical question. Yeah. And I think the answer is it's different for everybody. For my dumb mind, I yes. just know, like I just have, I just forget, dude. I forget once I know all this stuff, it's in my brain and there it is. And it's like, you know, when the prequels happened, I, I adored the prequels as they were happening, but when Anakin turned, it made my head spin because it happened so fast. <laughs> and dude, you were not alone. Yeah. In, yeah. In well, at and, the same time, but, like, it's yeah, so yeah. telegraphed, and you know it. Yeah. Obviously, you know it's going yeah, to happen. It's going to happen, but still. But I, I think like, just the just execution like, and yeah, you just fell know. to your the knees of that. and killed a bunch of kids and your wife. Like I know. Yeah, I, I, it, that was a very slippery and very steep slope that he fell down, but. The point is that, like, since the Clone Wars was amazing and, you know, everything that came yep. out of that, the Clone Wars were the ones that pointed me yes. back to Attack of the Clones and was like, no, 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 no. He turned long before that moment. And, you know, and and, and yeah. he had been really dark side since. the. So you're saying the compressed anime. story. Be so Star Wars has a history of creating backstory for its compressed story beats in its main yep. saga films in the form of either animated work or now live action disney plus shows yeah and, and it, it, yeah, right. it may yeah. be intentional like they may have they sure may it's have a, thought about they have a history of doing it it's actually great yeah. if they if that's how they've modeled things in the if the clone wars well, if clone war i don't know why i called the clone wars i don't know why i did that but um what the clone wars on the is just word? widely celebrated Oh, and it worked ultimately to backfill. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just, uh, you know, that formula works. Let's keep going with the backfill so, formula. I mean, and it was and all George, right? And he did the Clone Wars as well. So yeah. he might have fully known that he was going to do the Clone Wars and he's like, I'll backfill it and it's yeah. going to be great material fodder. We can slow play his turn and, you know, over the course of that whole animated series. And I think, you know, uh, Kathy Kennedy might have done the same thing with Snoke. There might have been a conversation. They're like, you know what? Save it. Because they've got books, they've got comics, they've got live action. Also, yeah, isn't that series. a huge? What's going to get you more Disney Plus, you know, signups than a Snoke Luke confrontation? Right, that's like the biggest right. thing I can think yeah, of that's in really terms of like huge, getting huge. that could be an yeah. anchor point for a whole the, series. Just, right? Yep, yeah, yep, huge, like a massive. Like you have to see yeah. the finale yeah. 
of you know X series yeah. because we hey, we get Snoke's like kind of first appearance and his first mm-hmm. utterings to Luke like, it, it, like that would be worth yeah. the sign up. It's yeah. very true. true. I mean, I I two things is I, I love the fact that Lucasfilm in all of its incarnations, whether it's old EU or new, will not give up on its properties, meaning that uh you know they may see the negative press. They may see negative people on the internet, but they're like, this is the canon now. This is what we created. We are going with it. They don't try to retcon all that much. They just try to fill it out. And kind of leading to my second point, I always laugh. My, my old joke would be like, don't worry, we'll fix it in post, right? That's the old kind of yeah. funny adage yeah. of, of this. And I feel like Lucasfilm was like, don't worry, we'll fix it in EU, right? Like, and which is not a bad, <laughs> but not a bad mentality, right? Because if you yeah. have, if this, if this ends up leading into... Snoke being a strand cast of like Luke and the Emperor, right? Think about what that says about the sequel trilogy, then, right? Like that, that, that this strand cast of these two houses then corrupts the the nephew of Skywalker, right? Like it makes it richer, right? Like yeah. it, it it tells that story without having to do it on the screen. Could they have done it on the screen? Probably, but without having done that, this at least gives it more gravitas. So when I'm watching episodes seven and eight. That's fascinating, right? Like that's in the. I mean, just yeah, yeah. I just thought I do stand by my reasoning that I think the second movie of a new sequel trilogy could have had the Snoke and Luke are are secretly closely tethered as a massive, as a sort of I am your father type thing, which is like, which you know we'll get in vats slowly <laughs> but it's like i'm fine with that too that's cool like i'm i'm i just don't know if it hits as hard as sort of like those those rug pull reveals that you expect out of saga the saga films nope. basically yeah. but again you know i'll take 20 subversions i guess that's that's fun too so but <laughs> that that sounds very grudgingly but i was like uh, i'll take that too fine <laughs> You guys, I I love I everything Star Wars. I know like, you I do. Just like to talk about I know it. You do. You like to deep analyze. You like to critique. And as I will always talk to my students about critiquing, critiquing does not mean you guys not want to hear what I have to say about Rise of Skywalker. Don't worry about it. We will save that. I'm sure it'll come up. <laughs> yeah, but I I love all of it. Like I again, I think like for everything we're talking about in terms of Snoke, I think Snoke is the one character where you get a lot of. People who, who who have real thoughts about it, and they, some of them are extremely critical. Whatever, um, yeah. Snoke's the major villain of the sequel trilogy, right? Like that's that's our main antagonist. So yeah. people are gonna have for, hot for takes a little bit. It's fine. Well, I yeah. think people are okay. It's not just you're dabbling in the dark side, like Quinlan Voss. You'll be all right. You'll you can get out. But um, no, I, I love talking about this stuff. I think just. Snoke is such a fun character, and I think that Jor, like Joris Sabouth and all this yeah. cloning that's happening is is I think that could be something that Dave Filoni looks at and yep. uses. Basically. Do you think yeah. the like more like the we hopped on with Grogu and the Mandalorian crowd is going to be able to latch onto the Ahsoka stuff the same way and be ex- excited as excited about it as we are that are like hardcores that are like soaking ourselves in Star Wars all the time. We have what I call yeah. a, and, and not what I call, but what we call in the social sciences, a natural experiment that's about to happen. And that is my wife yeah. knows nothing ah. of Ahsoka to the point where I was talking about it like last week. And she goes, oh, because we watched the, we watched the, we watched the trailer. Mm. And she said, um, when she says the line about like my, my master Anakin, right? 
And she goes, what? <laughs> like, like, so she literally had yeah. no idea that Ahsoka Tano was, was Anakin's Padawan. She's like, how is that possible? He wasn't, a, he wasn't, a, and like, he wasn't a knight. And I'm like, well, technically. So I had like, we had to go through the whole thing. But like, so, so I, she's not watching Rebels. I told her she could. She goes, no. And I'm kind of like, don't because yeah. I want to do an experiment. <laughs> I want to see how this show lands for a person who knows nothing about the Clone Wars or Rebels. Yeah. Right. So we shall see. Maybe we'll yeah. get uh, Carly on here then. Yeah, yeah she would, she'd be more than happy to come in. And, and That's actually so great to hear because I think that's one of the most compelling parts of Ahsoka's story is that she's Anakin's yeah, agreed. best apprentice, Padawan, and it's just, I love that stuff. I think that's so, I think it's so cool that like, you know, if you're not a huge Star Wars fan, you, you're you just hearing about this now and you're like, whoa, that's cool. She that, was intrigued by it, for sure. Darth Vader? Yeah. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Like, it's hard oh, to... that, that, that means she's tinged with that the dark side she's she's tinged with this understanding of this dark truth instantly compelling character yeah. like jumping in uh i i hope a lot of people jump on to ahsoka. yeah it's wild that but like ahsoka turned out way more like qui-gon Jin than she did like her own master like in the beginning of clone wars it's like yeah. she's she does have pick up some of anakin's bad habits but yep. then by the end she's evolved past her master and yeah. it's like, and, and she really understands the force in a lot more fundamental way than Anakin does. And it, yeah, it's, it's really pretty I, wild. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's part of what makes her character unique and why she's so compelling, but I, I still in my brain, when the few times that Ahsoka confronts Darth Vader, like I saw in rebels recently, uh-huh. um, yeah. it's hard to reconcile those two characters have that long-term bond. And, um, and because like Ahsoka's character is so rich and fleshed out and obviously Anakin is as well. And then to like, just have them come together and be like, Oh my gosh, like, like this is what you became. And, and now I also going to kill you. Like it it is, it is horrible. And, and you know, a similar idea of a kind of like pulling this all together is that, that I keep wanting to say that scene in Mandalorian, but no, that scene in Boba Fett of all places oh, yeah. um, where where we have that moment of Ahsoka and Luke interacting every time I've watched that and I and I need to before Ahsoka I'm just going to go back and watch that episode obviously but I just need to watch it and get out of my head about the fact that this is a CGI Luke because the the person in me always has really hard time when I see that that CGI stuff it's like a magic trick, right? I'm sitting there looking for the seams. I'm looking for it. I'm going, that's really amazing. It looks really good. And I just need to live in it. I need to just sit there and like meditate for like a half an hour before I watch it and be like, that is Luke. That is Luke. That's going to be my mantra. Like that is Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> just so I can watch it and not yeah. think about it. Because like what I keep missing from that scene and not at any fault of of the director, but my own fault is that like that is his father's apprentice who was who spent yeah. more time with his father learning from his father talking to him. like that scene is wild when you think about what it means for characters and i it's need wild. more ahsoka and luke time yes like that's amazing that idea that he knows his father through uh his apprentice right he gets to know who anakin was through his apprentice it's that is such beautiful. a meaty episode too yeah, yeah. So you're talking about the grogu training episode yeah yeah, yeah. that is luke. my single favorite okay episode two of the mandalorian is well known to be I think a favorite among Agreed. all three yep. of us. Same. Yep. That episode, I think the, the Grogu training episode is a, a close second for me. Yeah. Like I adore that episode, and I know it's hard to look at Luke. He's talking about for Yoda as, as well. You have to because he's on screen for a lot. Like 
that that's a glorified Luke episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, is yeah. A Luke episode. I mean, the like, the like, choose the ball and join yeah. your mother in death, or choose the sword and join me. Yeah. Like, right? It's Shogun Assassin. Yeah, yeah. With the yeah the the chainmail, like that is such an iconic scene. Like so much of that. So cool. I mean, and it yeah. I mean, the talking about Yoda and like how does Luke? Yeah, it's a it's a Luke episode. It's wild. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's just great, and I think it's it's wonderful development for Luke. He's super zen. It's the Return of the Jedi Luke, yeah. the, the sort of zen mm-hmm. Luke that we sort of lost, but we know was there for a number of years, and it's fun to see that. And he's wearing, like, a black kimono. It's, like, different yeah, from his, it's like, different. sci-fi attire in Return of the Jedi. It's just, like, a straight-up black kimono. And I was like, is this the coolest? Like, where is, is this, this black series figure? Like, where is this? Like, is this the coolest look I've ever seen? Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I love that. The bamboo forest is so beautiful on that planet. Um, that is the planet where he's building the the robots yeah. are actually again, we're talking about reinforcing sort of the canon. And yeah, you see the robots building the first the droids building the first temple, and they I just only call them robots because they look like robots. they do. Boston they're droids. Yeah. They're yeah. always yeah. Like dog bots, yeah. but it's like yeah. Yeah. I, just, I help, yeah. Yeah, I do that by everything in my life I call droids. So there's like the microwave droid and the <laughs> yeah. toaster droid and like the That's they're great. all droids. You won't Re- refrigeration droid. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And they're carrying just the st- they're building just like the scaffolding. It's so cool. cool. Like I <laughs> and Ahsoka's just hanging, like so oh, just chilling, dude, just there. Yeah, dude, the like the <laughs> acting with um, I mean, I know it's not um our guy, but with the Mandalorian there, he's like, is is that for me? They like build him a bench, and he's like, ugh, he just sits on the bench. Oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> like, what is bench. going on? He's trying to talk, and he hates droids, and all the he's just surrounded by droids. It's just like the most <laughs> antagonistic time. Will there be a comic that's like those are Jedi Temple Builder droids that like? luke found or something yeah, i don't know it's it's so cool with comics the yes. answer for me is always probably <laughs> there will be some explanation <laughs> there'll be yeah. something like, some if point. like someone had a color temple fingernail the they'll like they'll explain it in the comics yeah yep <laughs> i love it yeah that episode i think i really love that episode. there's a great score in that episode there's there's a lot going on there that i absolutely love yeah. in that. i think grogu learns how to flip yeah i think that's right? episode yeah. for grogu uh this is episode yeah. six of book of boba fett Oh, it's a book of Boba Fett. That's yeah. Right. Oh, sorry yep. about that. Yep. I got, I got, no, that how I really right. framed it as a Mando episode. I feel awful. right because okay. five yeah. is the like my favorite episode, which is the lore like dark saber training episode, and the like. It's just That's pure right. Mando episode. And then I think six That's is right. that one, and then seven is the Man. finale. So okay, seven's that's, finale. That's my yeah. episode so five is the return of the Mandalorian. Yeah. So that's like the all the it's all the Mando like Mando on a bus. Yeah. Yeah. And then six <laughs> is yeah. Could you argue that's one of the greatest live action crossovers though? Like just the idea that Mando's like Mando quickly set up in his own live action series and then crosses over in a yeah. a new a new characters or another characters. Yeah. Series. It's like, I, I don't know why it happened. Do a top five I'm just crossover. glad it did. I'm yeah. telling you, man. You know. Just bang out Book of Boba Fett again, all like all in a row, just like boop, 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 boop. And um, you'll be like, oh, that was, that was a pretty good series. It's pretty good. Okay. Series. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I I'll will. Watch I will. Six and seven again. I'm t- dude, I'm telling you, you'll be on episode four before you even know it. And then you'll be like, oh, episode five. And then it just like launches. It's no, I really do like again. Like, we're on a podcast. I like, I like a we lot of Sam it. Sometimes critique the material we yeah. love. Everything. Yeah, I 
No, I watched every episode of Book of Boba Fett every week. I hang on every line. I'm excited about everything that Lucasfilm puts out. I'm a huge fan. Uh, It's just, I don't know, Book of Boba Fett just didn't, I don't know, it didn't didn't hit on all cylinders for me in a lot of ways. And like, again, I I have my own revisionist takes on things, so it's awful for me. I'm just the worst fan in that regard, where I'm like, why isn't he on Nell Hutter or like Narshada, yeah, like hiding yeah. in a gladiatorial thing and like in a cool like exotic forest or something? I, I like, I have weird. I have a really bad problem as a fan, kind of having headcanon that permeates yeah. too no, strong. I, I dude, I, I respect that and I understand it in a in a different way. It's like I, I make yeah. music, I mix music, I listen to sound, I do all that stuff, and it's like, I mean, you know, my wife loves Taylor Swift, and I'm, you know, and Harry Styles. Who doesn't? Well, me. But that, I mean, yeah, I'm, like, I'm I guess agnostic I'm at best. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's like it's sort of like yes, this is like Taylor Swift makes music that's like life changing for most people. Like it's the most popular music perhaps ever. Like certainly in our in the like this this thing. Like people like people are going crazy. She has her own economy now. Like, but yeah, but it's just like I when I listen to music, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm like, hmm, that was a choice. You know, like on some right. sort of things. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. Because I'm, I can't. I do that not... for probably every 10 seconds when I watch a, a yeah. Star Wars And thing. you do the same thing with, with film. You just like, you're like, okay, you went that route instead of that route. It's like, well, maybe it would have been more fun the other way. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And I have a lot of thoughts on Oppenheimer. So I would love for this podcast to go one hour longer to talk about <laughs> just that. We can just the Oppenheimer. areas of focus in that. All right. All right. Not there. We're going to see it next week. Yeah. So we get great. Right. I can talk next week. Right. I'm going yeah. to, I'm going to try Go something ahead. right now. Pretend we yeah. just hung up and we're not going to talk about Oppenheimer, but what are we going to talk about right now? Because I feel like this has been, this has been a good conversation, but this whole Cantina Chronicles, it's like, I want to catch some of that like freewheeling spirit that we seem to always catch when we're not recording. That's like, that's my goal for Cantina Chronicles to become. It's just like it. And I think we've done that. We've just meandered through every single live action series in, the, in an hour. Um, right. As well as, as most of Heir to the Empire. But um, anything else? Any other Heir to the Empire comments or something that we got? I mean, <sighs> the tactics are amazing. The planets are amazing there. Yeah. I'm trying to think. think. Um, oh, you know, I again, it's not really necessarily hanging up, but like we haven't talked Pelion at all because, like, Ben, yeah, you no. had a different reaction to Pelion than I did, which is like in the book, it's he's Watson, right? He is Watson the Sherlock. Okay. Which is which is just like, oh, explain to me how you solve this puzzle, right? Yeah. Which always makes Watson feel like a dupe. <laughs> yeah. I, so I get that because you were like, oh, wait, about for Pelion, but for, just for wait. me, it's like, yeah for every one of Zahn's novels and I, I, he's unapologetic about it. He needs a foil like Thrawn always yes. needs a foil so he can explain his, he can right. explain. You're, you're right. Yep. It's Sherlock. It's and Watson. He, he's Sherlock. And he just like rotates through Watson's it's Eli Vanto. Yeah. It's like, I can't name them all. Right. Oh, Vanto. That's the one from the new. That yeah. From the and, first and, trilogy, I think was Elon, Eli Vanto. Right. Oh yeah. Cause he's the one who's like, he's there when he goes through the yeah. Academy with him. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. yeah that was like the prequel Thrawn, Thrawn yeah. arriving in, so, in the empire. I was excited to see Pelion because like, I forgot, like, again, he's another character who follows all the way through yeah. the new EU because like, again, spoiler for like a, a, a dead thing but he becomes the leader of the galactic uh or the or the or the i can't remember what they refer to it as but it's the it's, it's basically the 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 empire empire who actually 
Yeah, it's just like, but they are they play nice with the uh, with the Republic. They're basically like we have our own little piece of space, uh, and eventually end up joining the Republic again. Oh. Like having to like oh, well, do this yeah, because yeah. of the uh, Yuuzhan Vong War. Uh, Less said about that, the better. Yeah. But they do lead to really interesting things where Pelion is like actually a good person and yeah. becomes like the moral center of this newly formed empire it's really fascinating because he takes all those elements from thrawn who's just like the good parts yeah. thoughtful and tactical and knowing about like human interactions and how do we like have an empire with yeah that. yeah that's what's so tough about thrawn as being a black hat like villain because he's the most culturally yeah. sensitive character in star wars like the most yeah. culturally mm -hmm. empathetic and like Yep. You know, he's like he wants he looks at all their art, studies their like whole things. And it's like, I mean, I guess that's yeah. true villainy. If you're like, I totally understand this beautiful species and now I'm going to destroy them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and, yeah, it's it's wild. And that's yeah. what I love about Thrawn as a character is like he like how again to go back to like how Zahn like think about what he had like had to do. Right. He had to come up with a threat that wasn't just another force user and like another another like let's bring back the emperor again no shade to episode nine but like it's like had to come up with something completely new and it's just like well he has no force ability so what is he he's just a tactical genius yeah. right and can outthink a jedi it's just kind of amazing like it's a really thoughtful way to create yeah. a villain and i hope we see that in in ahsoka and other stuff is like we really get this like he is a threat he's a real threat because he's a genius yeah i i i love the payoff of that for pelion too because it makes sense that Thrawn and all of his teachings sort of disrupts Imperial procedure yeah. in Pelion's mind. And that he's just like, hey, if you deal with people like this, it works out far better. And Pelion taking those teachings and then, you know, becoming a, a morally upstanding character uh, later on. That, that's so interesting because then there's a payoff for Thrawn's teachings. Yeah. I hope that happens in yeah. whatever storyline that takes place uh, i i have an off-air uh question which isn't going to be that controversial but like off air yeah in terms of like no yeah, in terms of like if we I mean. are having an off-air conversation okay. of uh grant so what do you think about battle meditation because we are we, oh yeah we are teasing with the idea of battle meditation in this like thrawn figures out the idea of battle meditation i've always been a fan of battle yeah. Meditation. yeah yeah i think battle meditation is like the great missing component i think i think a lot of 90s authors and just uber nerds at bioware and just you, your best sort of star wars fa fanatics were kind of like hey how do we ratchet up the stakes of huge scale space combat yeah, yeah. battle men it's, it's basically like i just <laughs> it's like, every, it's like the coolest thing ever i, I was like it's yeah, the yeah, coolest thing every yeah. time i see it uh here's my off-air comment every and debatably, time I see it, is palpatine doing it in return of the jedi yeah is, is that's it according to this book, in yes. that moment according that to this book battled. that is what thrawn because thrawn determines that they were 20 something percent more efficient for no unknown unknowable <laughs> reason because i love that thrawn has like a statistic for that yeah. and i'm like right. every time i read battle meditation which i think is like a great game mechanic but it always reads to me like oh they got a buff they got like a like yeah. <laughs> it's a buff it's a buff and they it's show saboth doing it in here and it's like oh yeah. Right, yeah that was that was a new one for me but yeah, it, 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 all like... it makes a lot of sense because yeah. the empire did crumple after the emperor died like or at least you know on endor like they just like yeah. the whole like they were outgunned and you know and like yes the death star 2 exploded but it was like they still were outgunned and they you know still won the battle like wild so, 
Ben, we also learn that Mara Jade is in Jabba's palace. Mm -hmm. Didn't, <laughs> yeah. Right. That I'm like, well, you know, so my headcanon, because I'm always trying to like uh -huh. assist, <laughs> you know, Lucasfilm. Um, I'm like, well, she was a backup dancer because like we know from canon, it was there was a dancer before Leia and it was a Twi'lek dancer um, and she gets eaten by, you know, whatever. And then yeah. and like also, I mean, I guess there was maybe she was in Jedi Rocks. Is Mara so, what I'm asking what you, I, so what I'm asking you is but next who is time looking through the background to be like, I know. next time you watch, are you going to go? It's all right. I 100 percent bend to turn this off and go and watch, not just watch that scene, but watch all of Return of the Jedi, but specifically watch the beginning and try to see if you can figure out which one would have been Mara Jade. OK, I've got homework. I'm going to do that tonight because I needed a project. <laughs> You're welcome. So a lot of times when I'm watching Star Wars now, I and even actually when I'm watching it for the first time, I'm never looking at the main character. I'm always looking at the back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because I can't yeah, help myself. I'm just like, I'm like, Oh, I know there's nuggets back there somewhere that are like little <laughs> Easter eggs and like all that. But like now I, I have to go find her, but I'm imagining her in like one of those like booths it was like, Oh, she was just there as backup you know, or maybe there's like some sort of like pen or like room specifically for, um for the dancers when they're they're off hours or something um yeah because dancers could mean like i just assumed it was like the the girl chained to his like throne to jabba's throne but it could mean like you know clearly he has full-blown you know bands with choreographed dance routines so uh, maybe she was one of those like yeah. pedestal yeah. dancers or something like that I I was googling to see if anyone uh like has said this is Mara Jade or like could do it, mm -hmm. and I just found something very upsetting. Oh no! Which I never knew. Yeah, you're probably gonna see a bunch of stuff you don't want to see if you're like. <laughs> you're googling Mara Jade right now. Uh -oh. oh no no! It's Terascasi. It's that the game. Oh yeah. No, I just discovered because someone's like someone I never knew was in uh was in Return of the Jedi. Dengar's in Return of the Jedi. Oh really? Uh huh. Uh -huh. I'm very upset. He was just like he's hanging in. Out. He's hanging in there when they when they're moving. Uh, just taking dirt naps in the corner. Yeah, kind of. Like when they're just when they're when after Han is out and when they're putting Han when they're moving Han and Chewie and mm. and everyone away in shackles. He's on like the right side of the screen. There's Dengar just, and all his Dengarness. Just Dengaring around. Dengaring it up. Being grimy. It's amazing. Oh boy, that takes a point off. Is that when uh, when they surprise Leia and they they all come out of the background? Is that is he there? No, it looks like it's after, like directly after that scene when they've like shackled them. Oh, okay. I think. Oh, fascinating. When they or come maybe back, when they're, how I, are we doing? Yeah, the always. I think, right. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, okay. before the cool. exactly. Before Very cool. The up. things, the things you learn on this well, podcast. What do we think about the fact that the only reason Mara Jade wasn't able to kill Luke Skywalker is because, like, her work rotation got changed? Yeah. That's the thing. You're deep undercover, you know. Yeah, is that what happened? Changed. Yeah, that's what yeah. happened. Yeah, she was going to be on the on the sail barge, and then someone told her, "No, you can't," because of I can't remember why. Because of X, Y, and Z, that's the only reason. Yeah, it was administration. Is that is that battle meditation from Luke? I don't know. I'm trying to that's figure out force, how the force baby. explains everything. That's 100 percent. Do do we love the concept of an em emperor's hand? Is that not like one of the I most do. fun yeah. concepts? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, idea. it makes sense. I mean, I mean, it makes sense even like now with the Inquisitorius. It's like, well, all right, you have that. It makes like, yeah. He's he's Emperor is surrounded by so many rubes, and we know uh, Sly Moore was force sensitive as well, and so she was yep. there. But she's not really she's not Mara Jade, obviously. So I love yeah. that. Idea. Yeah, and I don't have any like I also having 
I'm I'm reading Dark Forces Dark Forces Rising now, so in anticipation for our next pod. But um, I I would love more Mara Thron like almost storyline. Like it's almost yeah, like a, yeah. you know, as much as I talk about the other trilogies and the prequels and the sequels, it's like I from this trilogy, I almost think like there's something fun you could do with Mara and Thrawn. Uh, in a way that if she, if Vader was called the Emperor's Fist for a number of years and Mara's, the, if we're talking about new canon, how they're going to recanonize some of this material. Um, and you think, and we've heard this new canon nickname for Vader, the Emperor's Fist, and yeah. she's the Emperor Hand in this yeah. old, that just begs the question, was she a little bit more tactful yeah. than Vader? Was she the Iron Fist a little bit more undercover, a little bit more of a secret exactly. spy? Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. yeah, but they couldn't call her. Does that not play hand in hand with Thrawn in a really fun way? Is yeah. there something? Is there something and I know Zahn does do some intermingling of the characters and, but I just, it's so cool. It's well, so compelling that there's there's two very tactical characters in the storyline. Yeah. And I think Mara is just as tactical. It's Thrawn. Oh, totally. Except plagued by the the, the I almost the the dark visions to kill Luke, like the 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 the, the hatred of Luke for sort of ruining her position. Like I, that stuff is so interesting as well. So there's, there's a lot there that I almost wish like if she's a little unclouded by Luke, is there more with Mara and Thrawn? Right. It, it, she left ever meet? I don't know if I want you to tell me this Mara and Thrawn. I, I don't, I don't remember. I'm don't reading remember Dark either. Rises. Yeah. That's good enough I'll for me because it doesn't get there. I feel like he would be like, Oh, you are my favorite tool. Now he would just be like, he would and have a. I don't. She would be like, "You're a pretender to the throne, yeah. right?" Like that's what I feel like her reaction would right. be. Um, yeah. And I just feel like, um, we, I, I, like there's, there's got to be an emperor's hand in new canon. We just haven't encountered that yet. Whether it's Mara or not, like that is such an interesting idea. Who would not want to play around with that? It doesn't affect canon at all. Like if you're if you're doing the Inquisitorious and all that stuff, there's plenty of room to have the Emperor to have well, people out there. Yeah. 100%. I mean there's the Inquisitorious set that up in one yeah. way. So we know from like, oh, the Emperor's got lots. We know from Ahsoka that we have a male dark Jedi and a female dark Jedi. I, I forget yep. their names. Um but I mean if we're saying whatever their fake names name, whatever their fake names are, it doesn't right, matter. We'll go there. Adam and I are ready to talk about that full on for the next <laughs> yeah. Yeah. three hours. But no, we But can't. I mean, like, could <laughs> we got, we she, should, yeah. could that female dark Jedi be Mara Jade, like or with a different name? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's Adam Adam. Take it. I I think I think she is the Emperor's hand. Whether or not they actually like call her Mara Jade, I think she's going to be the Emperor's hand. Um uh, the other thing I wanted to ask, not to get away from this, is like, are we missing Talon card or a Talon card like character mm. from mm. Star Wars movies, yes. TV, or whatever? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. so. Kind yeah. of like the, you yeah. can't have enough scoundrels. I mean, there's not, there's just not enough, and they're all like right. so one dimensional. Other than Lando and Han, it's like Talon card is great, and his minions yeah. are great too, like Chen yeah. and like all those other in air. Uh, Amos, I think, or Ames or whatever. He feels yeah. like a Luthan Rail like prototype almost. Yeah. yeah. Like he's very calculating and smart. Smart and calculating. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. Not just like some dumb foil, you know? Like, yeah, I, I think it'd be great. I mean, there's so much more you can do in a novel than you can on live action, you know, because you can really flesh out the characters and give this, you know, scoundrel this, like, you know, all these great lines and, and really like make him a defined character. So maybe that's a limiting factor. They just don't have enough time, but like, 
Yeah. 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 I mean, it would be great to have a, a, a talent card character and maybe, you know, maybe we'll see something like that. in Ahsoka. this is, this book's got me really excited for Ahsoka heretofore in this, in this, um, this dead space, uh, yeah. the Mandoverse or in the Mandoverse. Like what would be like an alignment systems if we're doing like the old school D and D nine grid alignment system, what is Talon card? Is he like, he's not, is he chaotic neutral Yeah, or chaotic or chaotic good even like he has a moral code, which I appreciate. Yeah. That's a chaotic neutral. Yeah. Which I think I would even lean in the evil card category as well. Yeah. I think some things he does are pretty, like doesn't he i read the book like six months ago but i think he he is like against luke and against he is he's Hara's connection to luke and against all that stuff he's basically like that piece that's like i'll use any means necessary to get what i want but it's if that mara and i work together closely but if she's getting lost in this target we're we're screwed or whatever like there's part of that that i remember yeah. yeah, I don't I mean, know. He's I aligned just... himself with the Empire, right? Like that's his primary business yeah. partner. And... That's why I'd say evil. I would say yeah. he is, but he's not immediately turning Luke over right. to the Empire. And he it, and in that book, it seems like he's searching for a reason not to give him to the Empire, yeah. right? He's looking for every excuse not to do it yeah. and eventually finds it. But at the same time, he could just tell Han, like there's a moment where he's like, that information's not for sale. That scene I love, where he's like, yeah. every information, information has price. And how would ask questions, he's like, sorry, that information's not for sale. And yeah. I love that scene. I'm just like, yep, that who I have in my, who I have prisoner right now is not for sale. Yeah. That information's yeah, not for sale. So cool. Yeah. I love how um, Zahn writes Han and, and Lando and Chewie yeah. and all those characters too. So That was the thing. That's it was the, like so, so great to, it was just like such a treat to, have Zahn write the, I mean, going back to how this episode started was just, yeah, it was just amazing to have him write the original trilogy heroes. Um, that was so fun. And this book ends on threats of a civil war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's a threat of civil, civil war sort of hanging over the book. Yeah. At the yeah. End. He did a good job leading um, into that where Han's like, we got to go back. We got to like, yeah. yeah, no, we, we can't dally here. There's something going on and we need to get there. And then like ultimately he he does dally because of like battles and all this other stuff that jumps in the way. And then like sure enough, like he didn't get back in time. That's what's up. Luke gets his X Wing fixed or something at the end. Uh yeah. They yeah. can suddenly fix it in yeah. two hours. Great wedge stuff in here too. Um Wedge is a pimp. Um I love th- I mean, I really did like that. <laughs> <laughs> that uh they were able to sort of thwart thrones like wedge, wedge really gets my motivators going going, going you know? yeah <laughs> yeah um, yeah man i mean i love that the the you know i mean they took a hit but like they took one on the chin but the republic does sort of win this book and i was really hoping that would happen but i wasn't sure it would because you know for three books i've just seen thrawn just like crush people but it's like what I learned from Rebels is just add Jedi and suddenly anything's possible. It's like they're lightning rods for the force. And and it's just like, if you throw a Jedi in the mix, like the Rebels was really believable, even though like they always, they, they went into like unwinnable circumstances and always came out alive, except for yeah. all, that one time. But you know, <laughs> yep. that two times really, but like, yeah. um, you know stopping a wall of fire is tough yeah yeah, yeah. but that was like and he yeah. knew it was coming and the wolves told him that was yep. happening and he was like i understand um sure. yeah but Doom. yeah but like they do 
I don't know. I've just like, you just add a Jedi. And so this follows suit with that perfect synergy. It's just yeah. like, you know, Thrawn couldn't anticipate the power of, of Luke and, and his, our heroes. So, okay. We did it. We did it, guys. We did, we it. did it. Um, Heir to the Empire. Heir to the Empire. Good times. Always fun. Um, this was fun. Thanks very much for listening to us for this uh, debut uh, edition. A um, couple hiccups technologically, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I just want to say thanks for uh, listening to us here. Um, if you're watching YouTube Live or listening to us on your favorite um, podcast, um, I hope you didn't get scared off by the new logo or anything. Totally just, not. Uh, yep. Still us. Still us, but um, I don't know. Still having fun talking about Star Wars. If you're, if you're sick of, of X and, and threads and you need a safe place just to hang out, listen to a mm-hmm. fun podcast, and we're here. We're yeah, always we're, here. We'll still be talking uh, about Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Um, we will talk to you next week on Cantina Chronicles.